0: Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest, and I am so thankful that you're here To be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today... You are going to hear from an incredible, incredible human. We met on Clubhouse. And I know I say this every time, but if you are not on the app, you need to get up on there because the community that is on there is incredible. Um, And whatever business that you're in, it will trajectory your business like to no other. So I have Sean Anthony here, and I'm so excited to have you, Sean. I'm going to pass you the mic and kind of give a little bit of an intro, and then we'll go from there.
1: Absolutely. First off, thank you for, for having me. It's so cool to see people from Clubhouse in person uh, physically <laughs> like this. Uh, but I'm Sean Anthony. I, I'm a guy from a small town, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, uh, who has figured out a lot in life. And one of the things that I do now is I help entrepreneurs really build a brand uh, through podcasting. And I've sat down with some of the biggest names on the planet uh, with my show, Schools Over Now with the podcast. I love it.
0: I love it. And cu- let's kind of go through your journey. I mean, did you always know that you wanted to be a podcaster? Like, how did you, how'd you start it?
1: Yeah, no, definitely didn't always want to be a podcaster at all. You know, uh, For me, you know, my life is a little bit different from from a lot of people growing up at probably about the age of 14. So at the age of 14, my brother went off. He became his big nightlife party promoter. And I was in the clubs. I was in the clubs. I was sitting on couches, partying with artists like Rick Ross and Young Jeezy. But I learned how to, you know, how to create a room like that in terms of networking, marketing, like all the the behind-the-scenes things that a lot of people don't tend to think about. You know, and at 14, I was throwing parties. I was throwing parties. I threw a graduation party. First party I ever threw I made six thousand dollars as a 14 year old and it was a graduation party and I laugh about it now because I couldn't imagine you know a 14 year old trying to tell 18 year olds what to do but I was that guy you know and I went out to college had a you know a, a amazing career in terms of podcasts not podcasting but in terms of promoting which led me to podcasting uh, as you can imagine through there I
0: love it i love it and and you you've interviewed some epic People like Ed Milet, um, Grant Cardone, and the list goes on. And uh so how did how did you kind of reach out to them or get to that level?
1: Yeah, I think the first thing you have to say to yourself is like 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 what can you create from a show perspective that that makes them resonate, right? Without you being the, the huge celebrity or the huge big name. And, and for me, you know, my show is a concept of a question that everybody on the planet has been asked. Like school's over now. What like like now? What are you gonna do? And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people can resonate with that message, you know. Because for one, it was is being bold enough to ask, and then two, it was it was really building the community that that became promoters for me. You know, my community kept you know saying, "Hey, here's my top five favorite podcasts," and he would you know tag me. They would tag Ed, my life together. And then one day he slid in my DMs. And He said, "And, and I said, this would be crazy for it to actually happen." He said, "Let's make it happen." You know, and, and, and we did, you know, I was f- flew to Laguna Beach. I did that with in person. Um, and, and then it's just relationship building, you know, but to get to that, end, that point, it wasn't like I didn't put in a lot of work or reps to get to that point. Mm-hmm. At that particular time, you know, I was on episode like 40, like 40-ish, we're around the 40 part because I know Ed was episode 42, but I had interviewed multiple people who have already been on his show who he's already sat down with, who he's already let, you know, come to his home. So the credibility factor was there, you know, and I, I think that is another, you know, another topic in itself, but understanding, you know, how to, you know, get that build up to that big guest. And in terms of like Grant Cardone, and, and once you get M.O.L.A. and everybody else, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. And so let's, I mean, there's a lot of people that want to maybe get into that podcasting space. But they think it's like oversaturated because that's a big thing, right? They're like, we see I mean, all these podcasters, like, why are they going to want to listen to me? Let's kind of get into that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not an oversaturated space when I mean, you think about it, right? Like, like yes, there's over 4.4 million podcasts out there, uh, over 2 million podcasts on, on uh, Apple, but only 550,000 podcasts are active. What happens is a lot of people say, Hey, I want to get involved with it. I want to start with it, but they can't continue. We saw a huge, uh, a huge soar in people starting a podcast due to the pandemic, you know, but the ones that are really winning are the ones that are consistent with it, uh, staying true to that message. And if you compare that number to the, the, the billions of YouTube shows and channels out there, you, you're, you are a big fish still in a small pond.
0: So what kind of tips could you give to those like new podcasters getting into the space? um, Not sure where to start.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, first, I mean, you have to have some type of title or something that I think that that gives people a feeling that makes them want to resonate and wants to listen because it has to be the words that get people, you know, to, to check you out. People say, don't judge a book by its cover. Well, in the terms of podcasting, you kind of got to judge it by a cover. You got to see what the title is. You kind of got to see what the cover art looks like. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you kind of got to get, got to get sold before you get actually to the point of pressing play and listening. Um, but I think the ultimate strategy is launching a show at, th- at least bare minimum, uh, three episodes. You know, the first episode, who are you? You know, tell people, you know, how you got to where you are today. The second episode is like, what can people expect? Is it an interview show? Is it a show about tips? And then the third episode is is really about you delivering it. So if you say, hey, I'm going to do you interviews, this is where you get the interview. Hey, I'm going to give you tips. This is where you give the tips uh, and so on.
0: I love that. I love that. And I want to kind of also talk about reviews, right? Reviews for your podcast. Like I I, I, know how, I know how important it is for people to review, you know, my personal podcast. But I don't think people, you know, out there really understand and it helps the person who, who who hosts this podcast. So kind of talk about that, like how important reviews are.
1: Yeah, there's nothing I will buy. And I appreciate a lot of listeners right now. There's nothing that I will buy off Amazon without reading a review or seeing a review. I don't mm-hmm. even care if it was like a recommended book. I don't even care if it was like a, a pen that wrote in a certain fashion uh, when you put the pen down. Uh, you, you have to see those reviews. And it's so funny because there's there's two different types of podcasters. Well, there's a lot of different types of podcasters. But there's a couple of big podcasters uh, in the space. And and, and with all respect... They're, they're doing the pay to play game where they will, you know, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll pay for the the ads to be, you know, all over the place. They, they'll, they'll tell you uh, reviews don't matter. Reviews do matter. I mean, people do want to know what they're signing up for. People want to know what they're following. Um, I think that's important to kind of encourage people as they're listening to your show to do that, you know, because it can be someone's very first chance ever checking you out.
0: I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. And and I mean, it's it, it helps the podcaster, you know. Also, understand are they are they putting out the right content? You know, or do they need to move in a different direction? So it's so important. Um, so let's talk about your clubhouse room that you hold every Monday night. Which today's Monday, you're going to be holding it, right? Tonight. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so where did that? I mean, obviously, I know that you had you you have a podcast. You 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 built this forum. But what made you jump into Clubhouse
1: to do that room? Yeah, I, I mean, well, I was looking for my space. I was looking for like, all right, here's a new app. How can I, you know, get in this new app? Do something I enjoy, but also really build community early. You know, and a lot of a, a lot of times we see new apps, we never know how to use them, and they change. It's very true to that consistent word. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to create something that was not necessarily high level, but most importantly, like, well, it is high level, but but, but something that can take you through the steps. You know, so many times people talk over people's heads. You know, there's people that I look up to that I like, but a lot of times they talk over people's heads when you have to like, what did they just say? What does that mean? And mm-hmm. I wanted to break it down in terminology and kind of provide a community in a room that I wish existed, you know, when I very first started podcasting because I had nobody to go to, you know, back in, you know, 2018. And that's Podcast Seekers Revealed. And it's a combination of some of the things I've learned it's a combination of bringing in some some great people who have podcast insights um, and a combination of, of truly like trying to really build a community and leveraging the power of your voice. But for me, it's changed so much because when it kicked off, the biggest names on the planet in podcasting were there. I mean, Lewis Howes was there. Pat Flynn was there. Million dollars worth of gang was there. Uh, if you were somebody, Earn Your Leisure was there. Everybody was there. You know, and of course, everyone finds, okay. what are they going to do next? Things like that. But for me, it's still been all about community. And I try to try to have that room open as much as possible. I would probably say uh, since my time on Clubhouse, we may have went, you know, maybe out of like all those weeks, maybe about five to seven, if that, where we never did the room. Um, And that's primarily because I'm probably traveling somewhere on the road. But other than that, we try to keep it rolling.
0: No, I mean I absolutely love it when I pop in there and I think in comparison to other rooms that cuz there's so many different rooms on podcasting on that specific app I think with yours it's tactical it's informative and what you just said with it, it's secrets revealed which you know a lot of people in business they're they don't some some people don't want to share their secrets they don't want to help people so I think it's I I think what you're doing is incredible it's it shows you as a leader and you're you're pouring into others, which is incredible. So my yeah. So my next question is, what's the next step? What are you doing? What are you doing next? I know that you have you have this the course that you could definitely talk about. Um, but what's next for you?
1: Yeah, I think what, what's next for me. I'm announcing really soon. Uh, really soon, probably next month or so. Uh, podcast has has led to me understanding and having amazing relationships and connections. You know, and branding has always been my key. So I've branded so many different people. Uh, I've branded so many people creating their shows. But what's next for me uh, is a company that we're creating that is going to detail connections, collaborations, and campaigns for the world's top coaches, influencers, and podcasters. Um, and it's the, it's the secret sauce. You know, yeah. And we, we, behind the scenes, we've been rolling it uh, for a select few, and we've seen some amazing results uh, as far as visibility Reach, growth, strategies, uh, you name it. But that's that's probably what's next on a, the surface level. And outside of that, I'm just keep pushing what I got uh at at the highest. And I think everyone at some point it's okay to rebrand or try things out and see how they work, you know, because every every month you're evolving. So that's probably what's next for me in a lot of different ways. I
0: love it. I love it. And I want to also ask you in regards to the pandemic and all that, all that stuff going on, how has that impacted your business? And, you know, obviously with traveling, don't, we can't travel as much, but what what has, a, how has that impacted your business?
1: Oh, it's the best it's ever been. Uh, I, I think, I think with, with uh, the pandemic, it made everybody realize that you got to count on you, you can't count on the job, you can't count on the company, you can't you can't count on, uh, those, those things in a given second could all be taken away. The biggest investment I think the world has learned since 2020, uh, is that the personal brand is everything in, in a personal brand. You can't never be fired. You can, mm. you, you can always switch that up, you know? Um, so, so everything boomed for me. Uh, it, it was obviously for health concerns and reasons not the best. I mean, so you'll do a lot more virtual interviews, you know, but you'll pop out every now and then. Uh, but I think everyone can reach anybody uh, as long as they have what, we, what you and I got right now, a computer in front of us uh, and, a, and a camera and this game on. But I think what's important to have and notice is who's out there that you can look to and be like, you know what, I like what they're doing. I want to do that. Or, you know what, I, I think they got it. Maybe they can teach me something. Identifying those players for you, that's the key
0: mic drop I, I hope you guys are like writing notes because <laughs> sean's giving you like a wealth of knowledge and master class for sure um my one of my last questions for you is what kind of legacy do you want to leave
1: yeah uh i to only one of those legacies that you're like you know what not only like like you felt like i was here like yeah, oh, mm. oh he was here like like, like not like uh Oh, that was cool. They did this. They did that. All right, let's keep it moving. I want you to be like, oh, I felt that. You know, like, 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 like. And I think for me, I see glimpses of that. Uh, whenever I, I speak and maybe do like a reel or something in a DM, I'll get or you know, or I see a certain person share and they share their thoughts on it. And I think for me, that's the feeling I want to have. You know, it's so funny looking at people that were older than us, like our parents, grandparents. To them. You know, legacy was leaving you a piece of something, like a mm-hmm. like a land, a landmark, some real estate, some money. But but to me, legacy is is leaving a feeling. And because you can give someone the money, the, the landmarks, and they'll lose it all because they don't know how to attain it and keep it and, and have it. But you can't replace the feeling. And that's why I want to
0: leave. I love that. No, that's that's powerful. And I one of the last questions that I want to ask you is if you I don't think you have yet but if you have if you wrote a book what would the title of your book be and why
1: yeah I think I think the title well I will write a couple books it will definitely be a couple books um one of them uh, that that would that be would be like an official like podcast secrets reveal type book i mean i have the podcast for secrets reveal ebook but like mm-hmm. the actual book book i would break it down in some crazy ways uh, uh but a title uh i think that's a good question a title of a book uh for me it would probably be called um something on the lines of hmm i think i love rap so much as like think of a rap lyric <laughs> like my favorite rap lyric is as jay-z remind yourself nobody's built like you you design yourself." That's my favorite rap lyric of all time. Uh, f- for me, the title of my book would be "He Came, He Saw, He Left, We Learn." I Ooh. mean, something like so- something like that. Like, like, like you just felt it. I, I, I think I think about that with content. Like, like, and I'm to the point now, and this is like a rumble, but it's the truth. I'm to the point now. Like, if I put out a piece of content, if I don't feel it, I don't really want to put it out. You know, I'm like if, if I don't feel it, like, like if it's like a, like if it's like a room or a title or something, like it's hard to feel a clubhouse post, right? Unless you, 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 storytell with it. Some of mm-hmm. that could probably go into stories, but when it comes to like movement, action, conversations, thought process, like I want to make sure you feel it. Boom. I love
0: that. I love that. And so if my listeners wanted to get in touch with you, how, how could they contact you?
1: Yeah, I'm on all platforms at Sean R. Anthony underscore uh, schools over now podcast schools over now what. And, and you'll find us on all platforms. And, and I appreciate y'all and definitely check the show out. You, you hit it towards it, right? We got Ed Grant Cardone, but we also got other heavy hitters like Grammy Award winners like Estelle, New York Times bestselling authors like Seth Godin, Trent Shelton, Jasmine Starr, you name it. They've been on the show.
0: I, I just want my listeners to know that, like, I think you are kind of the definition of if you dream it and if you do it, it will happen. Okay. So I want to encourage you guys that are listening from Sean's story. Like anything is possible. If you pursue it, if you reach out for it, don't hold yourself back because I think you're holding yourself back. You're so limited. And with the incredible humans, Sean, that you've spoken to, that would have never happened if you didn't get out of your comfort zone and reach out. And now you have such success. So I want to honor you in that because you're doing incredible things.
1: I appreciate it. One thing I'm doing in 2022, I'm learning how to receive. It's hard, right? It's hard. It is. I, I appreciate that. I acknowledge that. And also too, I think anyone else is listening, you get a compliment, and like take those keywords and put it back in your head. And like, okay. Okay. Because those keywords were some of the things for me that helped me identify what was next for me. You know, when I was getting those job reviews and I said, oh, you're an excellent communicator. I get those job reviews and say, oh, you collaborate so well. So then I just figured out how to do all of that for myself. So I appreciate that. I received that. And for those of you that have been listening, always remember, like dream it, believe it, go out, and get it. I love
0: it. I love it. Well, Sean, I appreciate you. And I cannot wait to see what's to come for you. And I'm excited for this connection off of this to form even more. Absolutely. All right. Have a good one.